guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So yesterday I introduced you to the crazy cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and how as Lot and his family pitched their tents towards Sodom, that well-watered land, which again, it looked better, it was flashy, it was something that was very attractive. Um, They pitched their tents towards Sodom, they ended up in Sodom. So here's what happens when you get into Sodom. Chapter 14 of Genesis. Now again, I know these were ones that were, were last week's Come Follow Me, but they really blend nicely together into these chapters. As you have what's called a battle of kings that takes place, all right? So there's battle of kings going on, and there's a group of kings that comes in, and they overtake Sodom. Right? In fact, it says in chapter 14, uh, it says, verse 11, they, they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, all their victuals, they went on their way. So they go in there and they take this out. Verse 12, and they also took Lot, Abram's brother's son, so Abram's nephew, who dwelt in Sodom, we talked about that last time, and his goods and departed. So verse 13, it says, there came one that had escaped and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother, blah, 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 blah. You go down to verse number 14, and when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained service, born in his own house, 318 men, and he went and pursued them. So he goes in, and he's able to rescue Lot. He gets him out of there, and they're able to save the day. So in some ways, Abraham saves the city of Sodom. So you got the king of Sodom who is absolutely, he's just like, whew, Abraham, you're awesome. Thanks so much for helping save the day here. Now in this chapter, we're also introduced to Melchizedek. Abraham paid his tithing to Melchizedek. And this is just kind of a, that's kind of a cool little bonus there as well. But you get into verse number 21. It says, the king of Sodom said unto Abram, give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. He's like, you want stuff? I'm going to give you stuff. You save the day. He said, Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lift up mine hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessions of heaven and earth. Verse 23, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. That phrase, I've always thought is a fascinating phrase. I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet. Here the king of Sodom saying, you can have whatever you want, you save the day. And Abram's like, I'm not even taking a shoelace from your city. There's a quote that I came across a few years ago. He's actually from um, the head administrator of the church educational system. His name's Chad Webb. Uh, Chad gave a talk to seminary and institute teachers, and I remember being there for this. This is what Chad said about this. He said, to keep the Abrahamic covenant, to be different than the world and to have the spirit of the Lord, we must learn to keep the threads and shoelaces of the world away. As Abraham teaches us here, because you remember what happens to Lot, which we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Even after this, he goes back to Sodom. Even after all of this stuff where where the kings came in, took Lot, he goes back into his city and eventually loses all that was once dear to him. It just started out with curiosity. It just started out with being entertained by what was going on in the world. And one thread at a time led to the destruction of all that was dear to him. 
we need to be very cautious in our homes and in our personal lives to not even accept a thread of what the world has to offer. I love that quote because it tells us that, boy, we should not be interested in what the world has to offer us. Uh, when we start taking the threads and the shoelaces of Sodom and Gomorrah in, pretty soon we're going to get the shoes, then we're going to get the whole outfit, and then we're going to start dressing like it. You get the point right there. We, we try to keep ourselves away from Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, let me fast forward to, to the ending of this story. You go to chapter 19. It says two angels, which is the footnote says three holy men. There have been people who have suggested that this is most likely the first presidency of the day. They are going into Sodom and they are trying to get Lot and his family out of there because of the destruction. And they warn them. They warn them about the destruction that's going to take place to Sodom and Gomorrah because of its wickedness and the way it's not taking care of one another and all of the behaviors of the people there. This place is going to be destroyed, right? So he sends in people to help save the day with these three holy men. So you go to verse 17 in chapter 19. Came to pass that when they had brought them forth abroad, he said, these are the three holy men saying to Lot and his family, escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. That's going to be part of tomorrow's lesson. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Now, this is interesting because the Old Testament equivalent of the mountain is the temple. Now, sadly, you go into verses 18 and 19, and it says, Lot said unto them, Oh, not so, my Lord. Behold, thy servant hath found grace in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou hast shown unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountain, lest some evil take me and I die. That that's an interesting phrase. I cannot escape to the mountain. It kind of shows you when you spend all of your time in Sodom and Gomorrah, and you're, you're even if you are just accepting those shoe latches and being a part of it, it sometimes becomes difficult to get to the mountain, right? Again, the mountain is the Old Testament equivalent of the temple. And here they're warning them, we just get to the high places, get to the temple where you can be protected and shielded from this. Um, you might remember uh, there's a there's a pamphlet from Boyd K. Packer called The Holy Temple, which is wonderful. It's something that it's a good thing to read as people are preparing to enter the temple. President Packer says this, Our labors in the temple cover us with a shield and a protection, both individually and as a people. So if you want to escape the world, the Sodom and Gomorrah that we have going on around us, you get to the temple, you go there, escape for thy life, lest thou be consumed. And hopefully we're all in a situation where we are worthy to get there. And if you are not worthy to get there, start working towards that. Start working towards getting yourselves worthy to uh, attend the temple. It is a protection and a shield that will prepare us and help us from this crazy world that we live in. So don't even take a shoe latchet from Sodom. Instead, you pitch that tent towards the temple and you move forward. So I love that, and I love that protection that it offers us. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.